Welcome to the Coffin Warrior Podcast, the only podcast where two-thirds of the people are sick and three-thirds of the people are blood-related. Hi. Hi. I'm Jack. Hi, I'm Quinn. Hi, I'm Carly. We are all related. Wow. Yay! Like most of Crofton. Oh my god. Um, so, ah. so, so, I'm gonna turn you down, Quinn. <laughs> Quinn is kinda loud. So, um, we... <laughs> Quinn, we so, love you, it's okay. We... This, we're recording this over Christmas. It's, no, Thanksgiving. it's Thanksgiving. I lied. It's Thanksgiving. And oh my god. And we're gonna talk about being an alumnus of Croft because is that what the 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 premise? Um, no, the multiple terms. Alumni is, is plural. Alumnus is singular. Alumnae is female. Technically, shout out what? to Mrs. Peer. Oh. Oh, you're an, you're a linguistic. I am a linguistic. English is hard. Yep. So. <laughs> Um, we're going to talk about being an alumno of Crofton and what <laughs> being that... Being an alumnene? Yep. <laughs> and, and what that means oh my God. for being human in the world of mm. the workforce. And being from Crofton. And being from Crofton. Well, because both of you have gone on to way bigger We're not from things. Crofton. We're from Fortnite. Well, it still counts. We, we, we went, went to, to school Crofton. there. Yeah, we went to school in Crofton. We're currently in Fortnite. We're currently in my basement. Jack's your hobble. basement, our basement. <laughs> oh my god! Your room, our household basement. Yep. Yes, because we have a house. Yep. So, right. <laughs> right. So. Uh, That's gonna be cut. How get was comfy. how? Yeah, get comfy. I have blankets now, and we're on a couch instead of sitting in an interrogation room. This is the first time Quinn and I have been on the pod. My first question to both of you that I have written down previously mm-hmm. and I'm not coming up with on the spot. Mm. Do you, well, okay. To our listeners at home, that's a lie. He has nothing in front of him. <laughs> so, to begin, do you, what year did you graduate? 2021? I was I graduated in 2022. Yeah. Okay. So We are a year apart in grade in school. 2 years in age. Two yeah. years in age, one year, because Carly's a smarty pants. Yeah. At age, at age five, mom and dad were like, she's ready for school. I was over eager. And they didn't. They <laughs> You're didn't just excited even for it, year. and they did, couldn't break your little heart. Whereas, Jack, you were the opposite. You were already six, and they were like, no, nah, no. Hold him back. <laughs> Give him two years of preschool. <laughs> okay? So, for listeners. This kid's an idiot. <laughs> for listeners. Quinn graduated in 21. Oh. I graduated in 22. Jack will graduate in 26. Five. 25. 25? That's <gasps> next year. That's terrifying. Holy nuts. Yeah. It's pretty cool, isn't it? Yep. Anyway, uh, back to Jack's question. Scary. Scary. So, you graduated then. I did. Have you seen... You have a lot of intel of what happens at Crofton because you have me. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, So, how... What have you seen different from when you graduated or from when you were in high school to mm. now that's a very good question so what so what we're seeing happening on in in the high school now is different from when we were in high yes. school hmm um i have a small answer which we have previously previously discussed that uh and that lovely miss hansen shout out to miss hansen commented that it's becoming a little bit more segregated and i'm not oh, saying yeah. i'm not saying that it's uh not racially. No. <laughs> like, between <laughs> athletics and activities, and I hate that joke. Oh, my God. <laughs> because w- what we were discussing that 
when when we when Quinn when Quinn and I were in high school, there were a lot of like three way splitters for band choir speech. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? That means um, we would have to split the first block. So in in well splitters in first semester is just band and choir, and then second semester when speech is going on. You'd split yeah. band, choir, and speech all with first block. It's yeah. a weird schedule where like Mondays is band speech, Tuesdays is mm-hmm. choir band. And that's been that's been messed with a little throughout the years of mm-hmm. what's the best amalgamation. Yeah, amalgamation. But we we were discussing because I was the only three way splitter from my class. In were you? Really? Oh, really? I was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. But just like, <gasps> whoa! It's weird that there are becoming less and less of people who are doing that. And like that's just within the activities. That's not within athletics, but and also not just not just with like band choir speech. But a lot of the time, a lot of our band and choir, there's becoming yeah. less of that as People well. Do I would both. say, and it's it's strange just to see that happening. Yeah. And then like we also had like the Daniel, Steph, and Allie dolls of our day, and now mm-hmm. like Ellie, no, not Ellie, uh, like Kaylee, Kaylee. Malk. Um, Ellie a little too. Ellie a little too, but just that shout out, shout outs <laughs> that they would do. They would do speech. They would do band. They would do choir. They would do uh, one basketball. Act basketball. One, one act. act volleyball. They would do FFA. everything. Yeah, like everything. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing less of those. Yeah. Well, when I was when I was a freshman sophomore, there was very little that would only do band. Oh yeah. There was like pretty much. 80% of the band kids would split and go to choir. Mm-hmm. Whereas now... It's like a good third. Good third? Even t- like teetering to third to half? Yeah. I will I will say... Don't split to choir, which was a, which was a phenomenon we could not conceptualize yeah. at that time. And that you guys can actually do things with your people that don't split to mm-hmm. choir because we did we not have that many people you have that many people whereas our kids you'd have maybe two or three yeah. maybe that would not split i to think choir. like one of the other biggest changes i've seen is that your band numbers are growing which i love Woo! Yep. your speech and choir numbers are shrinking yes they are which I don't like because I love band but which is speech. so interesting. But it's it's such an interesting way oh, of is, things yeah. falling. Yeah. Well, do you also wrestling having a huge population? Yeah, sure. We were just talking about that. That you said what thirty four, thirty four, six, thirty four guys, male wrestlers, just the and then, boys, and then, and then like there's nine. Like, yeah, there's like nine, which they are co op with Bloomfield, but but still. still, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. That's really crazy. Because when we were in high school, like wrestling just wasn't as huge. No. Oh. Like they were like the staunch wrestling guys, but it wasn't that. Many. It wasn't really yeah. that big of a thing. Did when, we answer your question? I think so. Okay. How many three-way splitters do you think there were back in your day? Um, Roughly, me, Allie, Hope, Kelsey, Allie, you. Hope, Kelsey, me. We were like kind of the. There was like a group of. Of three-way splitters, I would say there were probably like. Well, I think it was just Gabe and Thomas. There were a bunch at of people. At one time, I don't know if there Gavin were always did at, one at time. least like he was in two. band. Oh yeah, yeah. At one time. Case in point, a lot more than now. Yeah. How many are there now? Jack. Like two. Wow. Elizabeth. Oh, four. Okay, but still. I well, think there's and four, then, and that's spanning the whole high school. That's just. And that's then when you're talking of, when I was like a freshman or sophomore, 
you had back in the old days. There were there were more then that were, or just splitting like choir and speech too. Oh yeah, you know, choir and speech or band and speech. Yeah, there were a lot more splitters than there are. But I yeah. mean, whereas I feel like there's more your core kids. For, yeah, you've got your band kids, mm-hmm. your choir kids, your speech kids, and that's where you see weird band kids. And we never uh, had that. I like I like we? to call them band kids, like capitalized with the trademark symbol. They're yeah, band kids. band kids. I know some of you listening that you might not think that we weren't the weird ones, but we can promise we weren't the weird. We ones. were not the weird ones. There are there are weird ones. I think that Crofton, because we had that like intermingling of activities, mm-hmm. I don't think we had the stereotypical band kid. No. We also didn't really have the stereotypical, like, weird kid either. We're starting to. There, You know, there's your oddballs here and there. Oh, yeah. Which isn't a bad thing. But, like, it's a small town. Everybody knows everybody. And yeah. you, yeah, there was always, like, your outcasts, I guess, but... Here's another question. As we were talking about band and wrestling, seeing an uptick a little bit, is Crofton's, like, class population growing? I think so. Which is weird. I don't know what... Because are what we technically still like C one ish? Yeah. Well, football we went down to eight man. That's D one. Yeah. So football we fell. I'd have cross to look at the actual numbers. Cross country's D. been steady. Yeah. I'll find them. Find it. Find it. Find it. I will. But like, well, I was I was discussing with some college <laughs> I was discussing with some college friends about how due to like the housing crisis of two thousand eight and stuff, how there will be like a fall in population for a little bit. Oh, so, and that's why colleges are getting rid of some of the arts programs. Oh yeah, you did tell me. We that. were talking about that. Shout out to UNK for taking away their communications. Department. Yeah, unk. That makes me real sad. Well, uh, uh. they're like not offering some music stuff and firing teachers. Whack. It's real whack. Yeah. And I think we should also discuss that because, like, yes, we're Crofton alumni, but now we've moved on to, I wouldn't say greener pastures, but just different pastures. Yeah, you have gone on to different pastures. What were you going to say? <laughs> I was going to, okay. Sorry. What What do you think you, you can attribute that loss in things for? Because, I mean, it's not like we've been, I I understand, like, for band, I think that that's a continually growing population turnout whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. i think that's a growing group because the band is consistently winning yeah and consistently Mm -hmm. doing a lot of things but then that raises the question like yeah there was like an off year for speech last year but why why are their numbers going down like um i looked back at 20 11 2015 somewhere in there Mm -hmm. (laughs) somewhere 20 early 2010s of um i look back in the yearbook because we had a bunch of yearbooks out Mm -hmm. in the journalism room and i and i I looked at the speech page oh they're so fun i looked at the speech page we're talking about like the era of like cole stefan tyler oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. right so um i looked at the speech page they had like about the numbers we had in one act this year oh yeah oh yeah and then those days were crazy yeah i don't know why the speech numbers have gone down but like one act shooting up one act is huge because i think that's being more normalized as a thing to do you know well i have a really good question besides like because we were all in band choir one act speech we did all the things Mm -hmm. besides your love for doing it what was your drive to do all of it what was my drive to yeah because like besides like loving it with passion because we all did 
But like, I mean, I love to do a lot of things, and I keep. I mean, busy. there's just a different love you had for each of them. I think. And so. there was a different connection you had with different people. A lot of the people, it was the same thing, but you connected different. Even even people that you were doing those activities with that we were, you're the same people you're doing other activities with you connected with them in a different way then why are we finding less people to do that what's changed i don't know is it like the drive for public speaking or I the drive think, for excellence i think it's just i don't correct me if i'm wrong here because you're an english legend uh, on occasion but um scrutiny that that could be yeah honestly. i think it's it's the, um, I think it's just judgment from peers mm. because Which that's I hate, becoming, I hate that. That's becoming a lot more prominent with, I'm not going to name names with who's coming up in school, but the like classes that are coming up are very much like, uh, arts, football. Me, 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 me. Yeah. Like that. Exactly. <laughs> well, and what also has a lot of impact is parents and teachers as well of the, outlook that they have on different activities well we all i mean we all had one pretty good teacher who really loved the arts and encourages all of our history day kids to do speech ginger our ginger. mother shout out to mom shout yeah. out mom shout love out you mom. mom she was just taking history day books into school today what a great teacher she is a great teacher so sh- she's she is raising the next generation of speech kids well at least for saint rose she yeah. does she does Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Mom. I think it also might, might kind of, you know, just the family dynamic these days. Pe- you know, it's that whole thing of people have less kids, blah, 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 less people. Oh, yeah. To do less things. Oh. That's interesting. I will say a major drive for me to do band, choir, whatever, what have you, that's is another, because you, you two did That's it. another thing. Mom has said that a lot of the kids that she's getting now are the oldest. It's a new wave, a new generation of kids that are now the oldest. The current population, sorry, the current population for Crofton in the school is 97. 97? At least that's what I found. High school? What was previous? I don't know, but this is the 2023, so they do it off of three-year thing, so. Uh, I don't know if that's up or down. I think that's fairly consistent. Yeah, I would say so. I, I would assume. I don't remember what I just said. Um, We were talking... The oldest. Oh! The oldest! Sorry, the eldest. The eldest, yeah, the oldest. Thing. So, yeah, close enough. therefore, you know, you, you've you kind of participated in this stuff because we did. Yeah. We, we raised you. Or at least that gave me a lot more motivation, too. Mm-hmm. Of like, oh, I've seen that this is fun I've seen my how, siblings. how well it can go. Again, you could still argue... Why aren't the eldest going into it? Because Quinn did. That's true. Why did you... Okay, why did you go into it? I had Kelvin. Okay. Oh. So we're looking up to people in our family, in our community. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So do you think that there's just a lack of... So, Jack, do you think you're a good role model for the younger generation? Yeah. Do you think that there just aren't enough role models being successful or being encouraging enough? Could be. And another thing... You know, naming some names here, like, for me, that mom, you know, I had such, I had such ties to people in the community, and Mm -hmm. and especially kids older than me, 
because mom had taught them. Mm. Same for Hope. Her mom was a teacher. She had a lot of ties to people. Same with Allie. Her mom was a teacher, had a lot of ties to people. We were raised around a lot of teacher kids in our age. But also I was going to argue that if, if we're looking up to people doing things in different activities, which activities are thriving right now, football, going to quarterfinals, one act, getting their season going, wrestling, they had a good year last year, that these are the people people are looking up to that are seeing higher numbers. Oh, I guess so. And which team didn't have, like, the best season last year or, like, didn't thrive at state? Speech. Speech. So then you're seeing a little bit lower numbers. That they didn't get that intense gratification. It's that whole circle of do well, more people want to do it, more people do it, you do better, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And eventually you get, like, a fall-off part where you have a rebuilding year. Mm Mm-hmm. Interesting. That was a really good conversation. Yeah. Any other parts that you see being vastly different or even like a little bit tweaky from, I mean, from where you when you were there's a lot of ago. different teachers yeah. there are a lot of different than we teachers. have had we were just we were saying that don't that we only have a couple teachers left at the high school that were like there when we were there yeah and that was only like a few years ago i mean i graduated what two two years ago, years ago. yeah that we act like already. we act like it was forever ago but it was like two or three years yeah it was like two years ago so um, it wasn't that much bossman man all twine yeah bruning Bruning. Bruning. Though Bruning is retiring. Bruning is retiring. <gasps> um, wow. Which is weird because she is an insanely good teacher. Yeah. She is an insanely good she teacher. She makes you like Who math. else? Um, kind of. Kind of. Just other people with okay. leader enclenchment, but other people within the administration, those are the old uh, stalwart staples of the yeah, Crofton the School. Because Pierre left. Yeah. So now there's God bless her. She's not down. dead. She's just enjoying her time yep. in retirement. She, she's not dead. She's just happy. Yeah. <laughs> Love com- you, Raxi. She <laughs> comes back. She comes back to uh, judge for speech yeah. in one act and holds my heart at the greenhouse. Who's your favorite teacher? Ooh, Ooh that's a good question. Um, probably probably Baker. Probably oh, Courtney. Baker does have Courtney. my heart. <laughs> Courtney. Hi, Courtney. <laughs> Don't call her Courtney. <laughs> well, I can. We can now because well, we graduated. Bake, ha- Miss Bake. I had this conversation. She's always Miss Bake. I had this conversation with, uh, with Miss Hanson, because, like, not in the, not in a sense of, hey, can I call you by your first name? Not, <laughs> not, not, gonna not, say not, it. <laughs> not like. I'm not gonna reveal it. Not, <laughs> not. Yeah, it's a secret. Not that. Um, not like I was trying to push her in the direction of me being able to call her her first name not mm-hmm. like that but i was asking her i was like how do inquiring. you feel i was inquiring how do you feel about that and she said and i this this makes complete sense <laughs> sniffles snuffles she Again, said two-thirds are sick <laughs> two-thirds are sick she it's said not me. Uh, yeah i know she 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 said that even if i graduate i don't know cheyenne Ooh, <gasps> that hits. So true. I know Miss Hanson. See, I but just now... revealed her first name. That was a secret. <laughs> I mean, I'll also say I had uh, Miss Hanson as a student teacher, as revealed in an earlier podcast. Still. But, well, to be fair, now that I judge speech for Crofton, she is a colleague. Yeah. Yeah, but do you know Cheyenne? Yeah, I'm friends with her on Facebook. Well, that doesn't mean <laughs> anything. You're friends with Mrs. Peer on Facebook. You don't call her Roxy. Well, I don't because she was my teacher. And Miss Hanson wasn't my 
teacher teacher. She's eh, we can we can go back and forth about this all. Anyway. But But regardless, I remember I remember Mr. Door. Oh, I also really like Mr. Door. I tried Dorr. I tried not to Mickey. call him his first name. I usually call him Nicholas to his Nicholas face. Dorr. <laughs> Nicholas Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in in senior year, we would also have like Roy and Austin <laughs> Rowdy calling him Mankey Floor. Mankey what? Floor. Mankey. Monkey boy. <laughs> <laughs> we love Mr. Door. I do. Me and Mr. him will talk Wayne Shop. I love Mr. Door. I can have who a did serious, I genuine conversation <laughs> with him. Our so the PE teacher at the school that I work at. He reminds. He is also a Wildcat alum. Go cats. <laughs> but he, the, he, cats. he reminds me a lot of Mr. Door, and it's really weird. I feel like, like everyone from Wayne has Mr. Door energy if they try hard enough. That's what I'm saying. I was like, he's just kind of a quirky little fella. <laughs> but he's like, he's just like this. Does, he's does got Mr. Black Door hair. listen to this? He's got black hair as well. And he's like, <laughs> he's this skinny little guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Mr. Door, we love you. Love you, Mr. Door. So so do you wanna tell <laughs> Isn't that a thing oh. where like you graduate and then he's like, You can call me Mickey Door? Yes. He says the minute you graduate you can call him Mickey Door. Oh really? <laughs> yes. Now that you say it, I think I do remember. So Whoa. at my graduation party I did say hi Mickey. Well I do remember at Quinn at your graduation party. We were playing foosball. Y'all played foosball to like I don't one dude. Anything for my graduation party. Foosball was uh, so fun, and then not Mr. in like I was doing anything that I should have been doing. I just, just it was all it. a blur. Yeah, yeah, most of 2021 is pretty much gone for me. It dude. was full of hatred. I did not. I did not enjoy it. I did not enjoy dude. the day of graduation at I all. I just want to say foosball real quick. Foosball <laughs> with Mr. Door. Oh my god! Mr. Door is so good at foosball. Memory unlocked. I forgot that happened. He's so good. He was was there until like midnight. 1 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. He was one of the last ones there. He's not even related to us. Dude, I love Mr. Door goes to all the things. He was at state volleyball down in Lincoln. Snaps for Mr. Like legitimately, he he doesn't have to go to anything and he does. He comes to our marching competitions. He comes to marching competitions. He doesn't teach marching. I totally do forgot he was at my graduation party playing foosball yeah. till like midnight, midnight thirty. Carl, you can go pee. Thanks. I totally forgot that was the thing. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's incredible. No, but he's I want to be thinking at, about that all afternoon. He's good at foosball too. <laughs> Like, he's crazy good at it. I think he was on the foosball team at Wayne or something. They have a foosball team? I don't remember, but he was really good at it. And I was like, why are you so good at foosball? <laughs> I love Mr. Orr so much. He's he's awesome. The amount of stuff that he does. Friggin', um... Uh, <laughs> friggin', friggin uh... uh... Mr. Door and... No, not Mr. Door. Uh, Zach and Eddie, uh, during cross-country season, mm-hmm. would go... Because they knew that Mr. Door was at school. He stays at school till like oh, I know. at least 10. We would always go and knock on his window. Yeah. <laughs> they they came and they were like, we're going to bring you a cake. And they brought, <laughs> they brought him a cake at like 10 p.m. And they took a picture with him. And um, I think it's so funny because Zach gave him a framed picture of his senior picture. <laughs> and it sits behind his desk <laughs> every day. And Mr. Door was like, can you sign it? <laughs> sign no, he had us do that. He, that's, no, he had us all sign our 
senior pictures that we mm. gave to him. So then if we ever became famous, he would have that. Yeah. He had that everybody do that. Mm-hmm. And he, so. I think he also has like a pair of shoes or something. That's <laughs> underneath. <laughs> <laughs> but I, dude, oh, I talk about Mr. Do it forever. Love that guy. He's so silly. He's the best, and I'm so glad that Mr. Cagle can learn from Mr. Door, because I think that Mr. Door has the best. It sounds weird saying relationship with students because that <laughs> that has a very negative connotation. But he nowadays. has a very good. Student teacher relationship. He does have a very good a lot of our teachers professional. I feel like that's very much a thing Crofton has. A lot of teachers have very good relationships. I with students. I realize there's um like I could like I think that's why Baker is one of my favorite teachers oh, ever. Yeah. Is you could tell her anything, especially mm-hmm. especially because we only had her. I only had her senior year. Oh yeah. So. Especially as for me, Hope and Allie, the the gang, especially for us three being 17, 18 year old at that time, being able to like just go to her for mm-hmm. anything, you know, because that's a, that's at that teetering point of you're a kid, you're an adult. How do I do life? Welcome back, Carl. Hi, I'm back. Also, hey. mom's home. <gasps> Mom. Mom. Mom didn't go to Crofton. She didn't. She went to one thing. Bloomfield. Bloomfield. One thing that I that I noticed. So did Mr. Door, by the way. Um, we're adding stuff to the podcast that Mom's like, stop talking about me on the podcast. One thing that <laughs> I noticed. Love you, Mom. One thing that I noticed, or somebody said, uh, talking about that like incredible student-teacher relationship sort mm-hmm. of thing, um, is that we call teachers just their last name. Yeah. And I didn't know that that wasn't. The status quo. It's real Harry Potter-esque. I guess so. I don't know why. That's just what my thought of it. But, like, in the hallway, I walk past and I go, what up, Bossman? Mm-hmm. And that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it's not a disrespect thing. There's a difference between telling it to their face and just calling it casually. But that's... We do both. I know. I don't think I've ever called him Mr. Bossman to his face, ever. I don't think so. I also, I can't call him his first name. I don't know why. It's just... <laughs> Because he was your teacher. No, it's because his name is Justin. <laughs> Either way. Sorry, we're spilling all of their secrets. What were, secret what were we talking about before? I think I heard you talking about Bake. We're talking oh, about that I love Bake her. and like I love student-teacher Bake. relationships. Bake. Our student-teacher relationships. Oh. Not in a weird way. No. Put that God. on record again. Not parentheses professionally. I when, when professional, you, educational, Quinn friendly. Got, Quinn got to say her favorite teacher. Carly, who's your favorite teacher? It is so hard for me to choose because we have so many wonderful teachers at Crofton. Yes, we do. We have so many wonderful teachers at Crofton. See episode two? Yeah, something like that. (laughs) Two and 2.5. Two and 2.5. I could seriously, like, like rock it off a list of just, like, Mrs. Leader, Mrs. Baker. Good things about this person. Mr. Door. Absolutely, like, stellar teachers. Yes, absolutely. I'd say those are the three that I had really good, like, interpersonal relationships with. Like, just as teacher-wise, Mrs. Bruning was an amazing teacher. She is an incredible teacher. She's got it locked and loaded. Just in general. Bro, she's a great she's teacher. She's awesome. Yes. Um, yeah, but... Um, and then also, like, shout-out to Mrs. Rossman for getting me through half my days. Yeah. Stuff like that. And getting me through part of college. Yeah, there's just some great... And Miss Pack, shout-out to the legend. Yeah, the woman, the myth, the legend. The woman, the myth, the legend. Very true. Miss Pack. We all were good tech little children with Miss Pack. Yes, we are. Little good tech little, gremlins. Little, good, 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 good. 
Good, good, good. We love Miss Pac. Yes, we do. Here's a topic that I think is fun to talk about. Yeah, what's up? Because you kind of touched on it with saying that you hated everything in graduation. Oh. Senioritis. Okay. Senioritis. What about it? What Does is it? it exist? Does it exist? Yes. What is it? Okay, so senioritis is when you get to senior year and you are just itching. You are itching, itching. and aching and you are <laughs> you are at the iron bars of the enclosure. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best description of senioritis I think you could have given. <laughs> Can I uh, you are so itching. We have yearning at you're the iron scratching bar. on the wall. Please let me out, please. Dear listeners, so loud in my headphones, oh, I'm I swear. Going to turn it down. Can, can I give you my posts. definition of senioritis now that we have Quinn's primate-driven monkey time? Primate. That's a Britney Broski reference to any of you that didn't get that. So, I believe it's... I am gnawing at the iron bars of my enclosure. Let me out! <laughs> we are in the okay, basement. I'm done. Ooh, I'm done. This is so loud. Um, I would I would argue, because I've discussed this with Jack a little bit, that there are two parts of senioritis. There is the wanting to leave, oh, yeah. of course. Oh, to yeah, you did Get out of Crofton yeah. or just get out of your school in general. But uh, there's also the uncomfortability that you've outgrown the place that you're mm. in. Mm-hmm. Oh, because, yeah. Because I would say that Jack has a part of senioritis. Where I do. He like he's itching to get out as in like he needs somewhere new, but he's still comfortable within the place he's in. I have junioritis. He's, I think that he does. My my kind of description, I think that I have junioritis. The, the wanting to leave of senioritis, but I don't have the so I'm not gonna care about anything. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think if, I, if you get to be not caring about anything, that's just disingenuous. Yeah. I don't yeah, and senioritis doesn't necessarily have to be like Get me wanting out of this to leave joint. i hate this place it can be a little bit but get it's more get just me out. <laughs> get me out of get me out of this great teachers i can't even do that voice right now i'm too sick but it's <laughs> it's also a wanting something new and knowing that <laughs> there's more there's more out outside yeah, there's of more. knowing the little bubble mm-hmm. yeah you're in your little bubble and you you kind of have a taste of it especially if you're a younger sibling you can see your siblings that leave and graduate and go off to school or do whatever else. Well, everyone thought J- Jack was a junior when he was an eighth grader. That's just true. Because we made him our speech manager so he wouldn't be left out. Yeah. And um, Thank you. Yeah. So yeah. We, we acclimated him to yeah. a lot of our activities. And now that he's actually a junior, it's like he should be a sophomore in college like People me. People have seen me at these events. And they're like, get out of here. Yeah. And they're like, why is he How still here? How old are you? How old are you? They're like, you were a freshman last year. <laughs> Quaking <laughs> in my boots. You weren't a freshman last year. I was a sophomore last year, but last year, last that's, what year people, that's what they Last said. year, that's what people said about last year. Time yes. is a fickle mistress. Yep, it's weird. <laughs> um, but but anyway, senioritis is real. Senioritis, yeah, I didn't... And for some people, they get senioritis literally the beginning of senior year. They're or like, like junior year. I do not want to do this again. Another, Another year. Because you're kind of doing it... You kind of doing, you have that senior mindset junior year where when you finish an activity, you're like, I only have one more Uh after this. So you're already in that mentality of this was the last normal 
time. Yeah, this is the last normal one. I hated doing that. I did that so much where, like, junior year, because I was focusing on all of Quinn's last, I was like, like, my brain would go, this is the last time that it's not the last time. Yeah, exactly. And then you mm-hmm. just pile those on, and I started doing that, like, sophomore year of high school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, this is the last time that it's normal. You're not oh, en- no, now this is the last you're time. You're not enjoying it as mm-hmm. much. Yeah. Whereas I didn't, I was just like, la di da di da Whatever. Yep, that's marching band for this that's season. This is the last season. one. Great. Awesome. Let's go to our next thing. And I've of got, course, it's also I've weird. got a lot of stuff to focus on Got a lot of here. seasons I've going. got a lot of scholarships to do and oh, yeah. to figure out what I want to do with my life. Shout out to our father, who's always told both of us to work scholarships like it's your part-time job. But pro tip. Do it. Uh, for all for all you for all you junior Are you seniors some anti-college you, yeah, this, is, this is your anti-college coming from have we even told the listeners what we're doing oh yeah like do you afterlife tell, do we want to do oh yeah what are you doing afterlife well, well, Carly, Quinn, you what, go Quinn, first. no what was Quinn gonna say I was gonna talk about after college after not after college after high, school. high school but like all your options your options let's have Quinn talk about that firstly because I feel like I'm the stereotypical like go to college. Well, so why don't you talk about it first? Kid. So, okay. so you talk. What are you What are you doing right now? So, hi, <laughs> hi. I'm I've, Carly. I've had to redo. Hey, that. <laughs> I've had to redo that speech this so is how many I times. Cartwheeled across America. Because when <laughs> when, when you introduce and yourself this is at college, the story about how I <laughs> when you introduce yourself at college, it is the same thing over and over again that it just gets like. <coughs> Jack is dying. You're doing like 50 different icebreakers? Yep, I've done so many icebreakers. Anyway. That's one thing I was going to say earlier when we were saying, oh, we went to Crofton, but we're from Fordyce. I've said that so, so many, many times. times. Yep. Of saying, oh, where are you from? Oh, I'm from Fordyce. I graduated from Crofton High School, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's about a little bit away. I don't even live in Fordyce. I live outside of Fordyce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't come to our house with that information. <laughs> Carly. Hi, I'm Carly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? I go to Wayne State College. I'm a sophomore. Go I will cats. graduate in 26. Go Cats. That's why I. so many teachers from Crofton have a degree from Wayne State because Wayne State's a teaching school, but I oh, decided really? to mm-hmm. go for English. Well, there's a lot of heavy, heavily education-focused education. <laughs> yes. Oh. But okay. um, I am working towards my degree in English writing and lit with editing and publishing, which is why if you ever hear Jack talk about me being your grammatical police, because I am. Because she is. Yeah. Woo! I was helping edit the Christmas card earlier, which we still need to finish. Lit. Anyway. Um, <laughs> English lit. I, Yo, this English is lit. <laughs> I am the poster child for doing band in college. Oh, yeah. After mm-hmm. Crofton, which I'm. She's first year. I'm very proud. She's first year trophies. She's actually a lot of credit. I'm in really good. the wind ensemble. She's strong. She's trumpet god. Sh- shut up. Uh, pet band, marching band, concert choir. She's the best one there. Yeah. Stop. Uh, <laughs> I'm in active minds, which is mental health on campus. Hey. And Sigma Tau Delta, which hey. is an English honor society. With four also crafted alums, Kaylee Cook and Hope Stefan. I didn't even know that. Oh, yeah. I because that Kaylee's the president, Hope is the vice president, and I'm the incumbent vice president. Yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah. Quinn, what Shout out to doing? Roxy Pierre. Yep. Quinn, what are you doing? All right. So here's my rundown. <laughs> what are you up to? <laughs> okay, sit down. <laughs> Welcome okay. to hell. So this is my, for, her, for those that don't already know, now you know. So I am not in school right now. Quinn's I life am, story. I am currently taking a break from school. Here's my life story after high school. Yeah. So I graduated. Nice. I 
went to Nebraska Wesleyan University, NWU, yip yip, go, go Prairie Wolves. wolves. Yeah, P Wolves. <laughs> um, small school. I Beautiful campus. It's a very nice campus. Um, it's in Lincoln. Yep. It's, and I, you know, I was at stereotypical. I wanted to get away from Crofton, but not too far. Yeah. Far enough. So I went to Lincoln. Um, at the time, UNL was way too big for me to fathom in my little tiny town brain. Um, but now that I've been in Lincoln for three years, <gasps> oh. Oh. I would totally go to UNL if yeah. I wanted to go to school right now. Um, but so I went to Wesleyan. I started with a major in music education, um, with the goal to be a band or choir teacher at some point. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, so there's this thing you have in college, it's called practicum Mm -hmm. where you basically go to whatever facility you're studying for. Mm -hmm. So you can have practicum in education or your practicum could be working in like a pharmacy or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Different. So practicum, I thought it was like just like education. It's not. That's I did not know that. Thanks. That's for what that. practicum is. Is, oh. is you go you going practicing. into the you going into the real world practicing whatever you're learning about, IRL. So pra- that's practicum, and so I got into practicum, which is a good thing and a bad thing. I think mostly a good thing. Mm-hmm. Bad because it was scary. It was so scary. I was second semester into my freshman year. So it's like you're fresh, uh-huh. freshman. You are. I was not prepared. I had. I was currently taking my first education class that semester, and I was thrown into the classroom. Oh. Like start start working and watch how this teacher is doing stuff. It was basically we were just there watching. I will say fairly ironic with your career path now. Continue. I know we'll get there, <laughs> but so got into the classroom, which for me, thankfully that I got into the classroom that early and not like junior year or something when you sometimes colleges start your practicum junior year or so. Uh-huh. Thankfully, I got in freshman year because I got into the classroom, realized I hated it. I hated it so much. I hated being in the classroom. It was awful. I just didn't have any passion for it. And I think that looking at it now, I think that also partly had to do with where I was placed because I was placed in a very rich part of town oh and a very new snobby chillins not snobby children but just they snobby were like adults <laughs> they were like robot children Ooh, gross oh. it's like they they for would do that. <laughs> i want <laughs> for that give me a golden juice <laughs> i want that square give me the chocolate and i, I want it now i castle. want it daddy <laughs> I think this is the third circle of hell right now. <laughs> so you you hate it. So I hated it. So then I was like, oh, my Lord, what do I do? My um, dreams have been crushed. My I, ideas. I know. I was like, I hate what I'm doing right now. How do I fix it? So I I love music. Love it to death. It's we my all passion. Do. We love it. Um, so I switched to music performance for a little bit. So vocally. So mm-hmm. I was looking at. Being a singer in some aspect, not like a recording artist. My kind of goal in my brain was like, oh, singing people's new works. 
Like you need people to. Yeah. We had a lot of conversations about this. Yeah. You need you need someone to debut your stuff, and I was like, I could be that person because there's no recording of it out there. You are you have to dissect it and figure yeah. out what the heck is going on in this piece of music, and mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. So I was like, I could do that. That's a hard business to get into. Hard gig. And between that and me just not enjoying school. And my mental health was not really great. I was like, uh, <laughs> to hell with all of it. I, <laughs> I was like, no more of this. So I withdrew from, that was sophomore year. That was second semester sophomore year. Um, that, I, that I stopped. And coincidentally, at the time, I was working at an elementary school. One of my friends at Wesleyan was working there. And she was leaving to go do her student teaching, so she kind of filled me in into her spot. Mm-hmm. And then I've been working there full time this whole year, which we love. Last last semester, and then over the summer, and then now this semester, I've been working there full time. So coincidentally, what I started out in that I absolutely hated, now I'm working. I'm doing before and after school program. Um, yeah. At an elementary school in Lincoln. So that's what I'm doing now, and I adore it. And I'm a librarian. I adore those kids. <laughs> I, I hate those kids sometimes, but I adore them. I yeah. love them so much. What was the um, what were you saying that you had to give backstory to? I had what? Well, you were you were saying something earlier, and then you were like, "Let me give backstory on this." So you told your entire life story because of it. We were talking about how I'm the college route. You're the non-traditional. Oh, I'm route. the non-traditional oh, route. Oh yeah. Where I went to school, I realized. It wasn't for me, at least right now. And then, so I'm just working right now. So and that's okay. And I'm happy. Yeah. And I'm living my life. I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. Live in La Vida Loca. Live in La Vida Loca. I think it was good for me to go to school for a little bit because I did make friends through it. Lifelong friends. Um, but you can do that anytime because I've also made friends through my job. Mm-hmm. Lifelong friends through my job. So there's really no right way to do it, I guess is a good thing I would say. Is that kind of the takeaway of it? That's my takeaway. There's no right way. I also have a comment. There's no right way to do college either. Mm -hmm. That Mm -hmm. I started off undecided in my major and then went through like six ideas of what to do and then ended on something that I really love. Everyone asked me when they talk to me and go what do you gotta do with an english major and i'm like heck if i know i just love it so much carl i have a good question for you which is great because i love answering questions so um as a librarian you said that in your um what's your english thingy it's english writing and literature the no the um the the one that sounds like a frat oh sigma tau delta sigma tau delta it's an honorary english society okay honorary english society that seems, is that like kind of somewhat English prestigious? It's not really English prestigious, but more like English focus. Like we help with different English events on campus. Uh-huh. So. But you do have to have an English major or minor to be in it. Do you think, kind of somewhat leaning on that, you said that there's a bunch of Crofton people in that, or at least three. Yeah. But um, do you think... Or do you see any circumstances where you are somewhat more knowledgeable in a topic or something because you went to Crofton? Yes. I would say through so much of what, like, all three of us participated in, 
that because I went to Crofton, I am incredibly knowledgeable in speech, incredibly knowledgeable in music, and incredibly experienced in those places. Mm-hmm. Like, um, how much pep band we play, I found that I have a lot more stamina than some of my other counterparts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, or like, I had enough speech knowledge in everything just because... I mean, if we wanted to sidebar a little bit, because you guys just did the speech podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, that Quinn was in, both Quinn and Jack did OID and Humorous for a spell, and that Jack did Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Quinn did, and both did uh, Duet. Yeah. And that I did Poetry and Serious Prose yes. and OID for a spell. Mm-hmm. That I knew so much about speech that i could then study just the few others that i didn't know anything about from our family oh yeah and from our friends and now that i'm a speech judge yeah so that just by how much we all knew that i know a lot going into college Mm -hmm. do you think there's any like purely educational or somewhat just knowledge-based things at all i mean well, Crofton is extremely accredited for high scores in class. Like, Crofton is way smart for some reason. Yeah. That we, like, I didn't even take chemistry, and I knew a lot of chemistry from just goofing and gabbing. Oh, really? Yeah. But, like, there are a lot of things that other kids in other classes just didn't know. Yeah. Also, just general knowledge-wise, a lot of team building, I feel, in Ooh. Crofton. So do you think that you're better off in forming, like, team sort of relationships in I w- a way? I would say through Crofton and also through general, like, work experience I've had, like, in the surrounding area that I'm a better, like, not small talk, but I am great at making connections really mm. quickly through Crofton. Hey, friends. She's back. She's back. Guess who's back? Quinn, back. I'm gonna I was going to make that joke. It is me. Me. I'm going to pass a question that I said on to Quinn on to you. To Carly. Hello. To Carly. I said the wrong person. It's okay. We're sisters. Mouth, um, okay. To, wow, you to pass this, to pass it on to you, do you think pass that... Pass the torch. Do you think that you are somewhat better at some things or more knowledgeable in certain aspects because you went to Crofton? It's a loaded question. It's a big one. Big potato. Yes. In what way? Short answer, yes. Short answer, yes. Long answer. <laughs> Just end it there. Short answer, yes. Long answer. Um, for me personally, yes and no. Mm. Because now I'm in Lincoln, which is bigger. Oh, and yeah. I was unprepared, especially me working in a school now unprepared for because there's multiple there are multiple elementary schools for like multiple middle schools multiple high schools i was around i mean even for wesleyan it's a it's a small college but it's still more people Mm -hmm. you're around i was around unl a lot i was significantly larger i was immersed in unl people and culture a lot so can i piggyback off that for a second piggyback Crofton did prepare me for Wayne because Wayne is a smaller school size. Mm -hmm. And a smaller town. Yes, and a smaller town. That um, I drove more when I went to Crofton than when I go to Wayne. I walk everywhere. But um, that I have like less than 20 kids in most of my classes. Really? Mm -hmm. Which is the same same size as Crofton. 
Yeah. yeah. I was the same in school, but... Go back to Quinn? You know, more of a community aspect. What I love about Lincoln, Lincoln plug, um, Lincoln is like, especially the north side of Lincoln, is like, even actually all, as a whole, Lincoln is like all the small town people in one big place. Lincoln mm. is a lot of people, oh. I feel like... A lot of people come there from come to Lincoln, move to Lincoln, or there's there's young families that will like move to Lincoln and start their lives there and everything. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of people. There's a, there's a very much a small town mentality in Lincoln, but it's just a lot of people. So that's my yes and no. Yes, it com- it prepared me how to be sociable with people mm. and how to. I mean, especially being in a small town, it's like, oh, here's this your parents will be talking to somebody at the grocery store and you're like, who is that? Like <laughs> your ability yeah. to talk You're related. To, <laughs> your yeah. ability to talk to random people. Oh, I feel I'm so good at that. Is, is better growing up in a smaller place. Mm-hmm. But being around so many people is a new thing. I mean, it's not so new for me anymore. But it was. But it was. Yeah. And it was, it was something to get used to. Huh. Of not knowing every person. Uh, not being related and not, to everybody. And yeah. not going to ever know every person. But I think there's something comforting in that. Yeah. Also, Lincoln plug. Lincoln's bigger than Wayne. There's more to do there. Mm-hmm. That's true. I We don't got a Walmart. We don't got a Target. <laughs> we don't got a Walmart. I got to go to Norfolk. Oh, my God. Target. Love Target. I haven't been to Target in a minute. So. Let's go back to whatever je- question Jack has next. Here's the final question that I have because I think we can we can call it after this one. Why do you think you're grateful to have gone to Crofton? Mm. Ooh, hard hitter. Chappelle. Why am I grateful to have gone to Crofton? Ended in a nice bow. A good little bow. Tie it in the knot. Can you tie it in the bow? Yep. That is such a good question that I don't know how to answer it. <laughs> I am grateful for Crofton for my lifelong friendships. And I'm grateful for Crofton. I'm grateful that it it makes me unique in a way. Not in a way. It makes me unique that I came from where I did. And now of where I am now, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because anyone that I talk to going to school or just meeting people. Oh, where are you from? So many people are from Lincoln or Omaha or... Mm-hmm, like some big place. Grand Island or Hastings or Kearney yeah. or somewhere bigger than that, maybe Chicago or yeah. blah, blah, blah. Probably one of the only Croftonites. Am, there's not many people that are from where I'm from or yeah. have grown up the way I have grown up, which is a very cool thing, I would say. Neato. Carl? I'm grateful for Crofton because... Well, number one, I had so many great teachers, and Real. we were raised really well. That's another thing with growing in a small place, is you get to, your connections are so much tighter. Yeah. And Oh, yeah. I have amazing friends mm-hmm. from Crofton, um, but also I would say that in um, contrast to how Quinn is with being so small in that, is that Crofton's reputation precedes myself in mm. Wayne that oh, I will yeah. go I am from Crofton and a lot of people know and they say oh I remember this from the speech team this from band mm. this from one That's this so from cool. this from uh sports that like I remember 
like, I remember this OID. I have judged your brother in speech. I got that one a couple weeks ago. Um, of like, I've judged your brother. I hate Croft. Of, of, but or just that. Oh, my boyfriend's from Hardington. Yeah, oh, that, that sort of relation. My cousins from mm-hmm. Why Not? That you automatically have ties to so many other. I things. have that as well. Oh. Where you'll find such a, like, so you'll you'll have a connection to the most random people. I had someone in one of my classes who was she was she was um she was an adult she was probably like in her 30s or so taking a class mm-hmm. at Wesleyan and lo and behold her parents are from Hardington mm. I don't I, remember but this random that. woman that I have no tie to at all all of a sudden immediately you have a connection to her we have a yes. connection so we quickly. are we are one of the same I love that little that little connection that you can find because since you're since you're in this somewhat like smaller isolated part that once you once you go to somewhere and then someone else has a connection to it or connection to a town or a connection to the mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. the activities that we're in or something the the immediate bond that you have yeah. from that you do. and then you have something to talk about you have something to mm-hmm. relate over and that's also that does a lot Crofton gave us a lot of really good opportunities in high school it did. to do a lot it of really things did. we met a lot of people some of our best friends are from like Osmond and Wausau that we met through speech. Mm-hmm. So I would, and then we go on to have jobs with them. We go on to hang out over breaks. We go on to, like, I go to college with a couple of them. Yeah. That it just, so many good opportunities to make good connections and still have good connections back home here with the teachers and current students like Jack. Yeah, that's me. Yep. Lifelong connections. That's something I would say is you get from that small town life. Mm-hmm. Whereas you don't, you don't get that with, you know, you could say like, oh, I'm from Lincoln. Oh, which part, which school did you go to? And you'd still have, it could, they could have like. Somebody was in your class. You're not that somebody close in your to class. And you could have been people. like, oh, I had no idea. Yeah, exactly. Whereas you could say someone from the town over and we're like, oh. Oh, yeah. My like, brother's husband is. My brother's husband's cousin's friend. And yeah. you're like, oh, we're practically related then. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like it doesn't it doesn't really work like that anywhere else. There's that closeness. It's that a very special place. We're very lucky. Yeah. Thanks, well, Crofton. Thanks, Crouton. Well, thank you guys for podcasting. Thanks. I had such a good time. This is a wonderful time. Thanks, Isn't homie. It great? It's a wonderful life. Thank you for being on it. I think that we're gonna get at least one I don't have to read the outro yet because we're gonna get somebody else, but thank you. We'll goof and gab. We'll goof and gab. Yeah. So, <laughs> and so, so thank you for all your your time. Thanks for having Thank us. Thank you for coming to Crofton. Thanks for having us. Welcome back to the Good Boys Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. You want to introduce yourself, Roy? Hi, I'm Roy. <laughs> Rowdy, you want to say who you are? Hello, I'm Rowdy. Do you guys ever listen to the podcast? I do. I listen to one episode. I, I, there you go. Yeah, I Just keep forgetting. Rowdy, okay. Do you want to say like what year you graduated? 2022. What he said. That's the same year. It is. Um, what? Yeah. What did you do? What uh, now? What? Where have you gone? <laughs> uh, I stayed here. Uh, I take online college right now. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Any plans after that? Uh, I'm transferring to University of South Dakota mm-hmm. to do physical therapy. Go, Boo. go wolves. Go wolves. <laughs> That's not what it is. <laughs> go <laughs> were rabbits. <laughs> Rowdy, who were rabbits? Yeah. Uh, woo. Rowdy, <laughs> who who are you? What are you doing? Hi, I'm ready. I'm gonna 
I don't need to reintroduce myself. Um, I grew up in Crofton, kind of. It, it transferred to Crofton. What are you doing now? Now? Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> um, for the past two years, I've been the one and only Spider-Man. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I go to USD and the University of South Dakota, and I am an acting major. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh-huh. Okay. Woo. Yeah, clap it up for Rowdy. <laughs> oh, live yeah. studio audience. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> we So we talked to Quinn and Carl. Quinn is still sitting here. I, I, that's irrelevant, but she's just sitting here. Um, we we got a lot of conversation about, you know, speech and one act and all of that, which both of you are very much in. Well, we're in. Fluent. Yes. You're very fluent in. Rowdy, you're studying acting, for God's sake. Mm-hmm. But this is my bread and butter. Your bread and butter. And we're only doing one side of the story and there's nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> but we ha- Roy, you happen to have played basketball. Yeah, I dabbled in sports. You dabbled in sports. You ever play football? Uh, in junior high, every year up until high school, then I did cross country. So. Oh, yeah. Roddy, you did cross country sometime. Oh, Roddy yeah. played football. I did play football. <laughs> he did freshman year. Did you really? Yeah. You didn't know this? I thought that was a joke. No, <laughs> it isn't. <laughs> um, yeah, I played football for. My golden age, my golden years. Your golden years? My golden years of... Back in the golden days. Back in his prime. Back in my day. (laughs) How was that? How'd that go? I... It wasn't for me. There's a reason... I I switched to one act for a reason. There's a reason (laughs) you study acting. (laughs) (laughs) Football. There's two types of people in this world, you know? Okay. I'm going to pass on to you. What do you think is different at Crofton? Now that you're gone, not like that you contributed to it, but in the case of what's different, I know it's only been a year. Yeah. But do you see anything? Because probably coming from me, or you hear something. But do you see something happening at Crofton that you think, oh, that's that's a little different from when I was a freshman or something? You know. Yeah, I guess the big one for probably both of us is the one act department. Mm-hmm. The. Oh. Things have changed a lot since yeah. <laughs> we were in high school, obviously. Yes. Yeah. So, which is really good. And now you guys have, what, 47 kids out? I like 50. Yeah, which is incredible. It's insane. It, that's, that's such a good, like, group of people, too. Like, they're all, like, f- really talented. They're all, like, very passionate about it as well. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys have one of the most amazing directors I've I've met so yes like, we do yes you do mm-hmm. shout out Holly Holly Wigglesworth <laughs> Hollywood man yeah yeah I know a lot of I mean like for me when I, I was involved in basketball obviously like my yeah. whole life and how then, how was that yeah I mean different <laughs> <laughs> we weren't the greatest team <laughs> but I had fun I enjoy basketball but yeah now there's I mean from my freshman year to now there's been a drop off in like numbers for sure mm-hmm. like i know my senior year we had like 14 or 15 kids which is not enough for a That's high school basketball, basketball team because i mean it's enough to have a varsity team where just everybody's on varsity but not having like a real jv team or a freshman team kind of hurts because then everybody's playing everything so mm. how what, what do you think you attribute that to do you think it's just anything? well the boys team has never been is it just because they're not good yeah and i think partially it's wrestling too like the wrestling program is always super good oh so yeah kids, and they have a it. lot of kids out this year it's they crazy we about that 
Yeah. Like 35? What'd you say? 36? 37? 30. 30. <laughs> Sign language. Tell Sign us. language wins. <laughs> Look it up on your vote. <laughs> but a lot. Like, I saw the picture. The pictures came out the other day. Yeah, there's a I, lot of people. I was like, dang, is that real? <laughs> yeah. Which is awesome for them because, yeah, they, they're really good every year, the whole team. Yeah, they're crazy. They're wild. Wow. How were your speech years, both of you? How was I love it? Speech. Was it a good time? Dude, take it, was, me back. it was solid. I, I if I <laughs> could go fun. back and do speech like do speech again, I would definitely I wouldn't change anything about it, but I would do it again. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing I miss from high school would be speech yeah. of all the activities. What about me? <laughs> You're all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> our OID was fun. <laughs> no, yes. <laughs> speech when it wasn't. Around Jack. That was the best yeah. part. The duet was rough. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe they paired us together. We have no chemistry. Yeah, I know. I didn't what? even know you before that back- year. <laughs> Shut up. Back-, <laughs> back to being serious. How do you think that... Um, what, what do you think you have taken from Crofton and brought onto your college life when it comes to Rowdy life when it comes to Roy. <laughs> Do you want to start this one off? Uh, being being able to be involved in like a bunch of different activities. Well, I grew up in Oklahoma, like the high school that I would have attended was mm-hmm. like my graduating class was probably close to like 900 kids. Oh, gross. And there's not even that many people in Crofton. No. So like being able to be involved in a bunch of different stuff has been really good. It kind of gets you out of your comfort zone and, like, out of your shell a little bit because you're constantly around new people and doing new things all the time instead of just, like, doing one thing all all the time year-round. Like, yeah. Like, big school like that. Rao, what do you think? Honestly, I think Crofton for having a one-act program. Like, when I went to Crofton and I didn't know what I wanted to do with myself, I joined one-act and, you know, that kind of put me in the way of my passion. Like, I kind of found what I really wanted to do from Crofton through that Aww. little small program. And I'm really grateful for that. This so. is sweet. Yeah. Oh, huh. I will say, like, we became friends through no, yeah. one act for sure. This, I feel like Roy was one of the biggest reasons I kind of got out of my show. Aww. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> no, 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 no. But yeah, um, it was after, like, my first audition for Fool's Roy came back and he hyped me up and it it, it was really cool. Oh yeah, you were um uh Schmitty. Oh <laughs> uh, yes. Schmitty. Schmitty. Something something Schmitty. <laughs> Old Smithsky. Oh. Yeah, that was great. Oh was my god. That was that. so fun. That was incredible. And got, now look at him. Got to be dumb. He's a theater guy. Now look College. At him. College theater guy. Yeah. I bet he can ground command. <laughs> He's doing it right now. He's doing it. <laughs> you guys can't see it. For all our crying. audio listeners, there there's a waterfall. Are there non-audio listeners? <laughs> no. <laughs> Quinn. <laughs> Just Quinn. <laughs> Just Quinn. That's the live For our audience. physical watchers. Not Quinn Lynn, <laughs> but Quinn. Make sure you guys know that. <laughs> Quinn, you can see. Roy, give your headset to Quinn for a second, or at least point the mic at her face. Guys, you, smell Quinn, this. I what? want I want you to say that you can see tears going down Rowdy's face right now. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah. He's such a good actor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's actually the thing, though, is um, with acting, you know, it's not really about forcing it. It's about flow. With acting, it's more of like letting the flow happen mm-hmm. and allowing something to affect you rather than you trying to affect your body. So, like, oh. instead of, like, crying on command, it's the buildup to that. You ever cried during a show? I have actually. Well, not during a show, but during one of my scenes. I have been doing a lot of like dramatic work recently. So I've had a lot of chance to experience with like more of those intense emotions that most that I didn't get to do in Crofton. So, well, who's your favorite teacher? Oh, Oh, wow. That's a well, we had some different teachers than you. You did have some. We had Miss Pierre. Yeah, you did have Pierre. Oh, my gosh. She's awesome. <laughs> um, I'm I, flashing back right now to Miss yeah, Pierre. Yeah, I think all time Miss Pierre. Obviously, Miss Baker's awesome. Um, yeah. Miss Pierre, I think. Tops for me. Miss um, Baker. Shout out, Miss Baker. Miss Baker. My Baker. My Baker. Um, Pierre. Mr. Dorr. Oh yes! Mr. Oh Dorr. my goodness! How Mr. Dorr is a Mr. Dorr. How did I forget Mr. Dorr? How did I forget Mr. Dorr? No, you can't forget Mr. Too Dorr. many memories with Miss Pierre. Definitely doing what we were supposed to be doing in that class all the time. I'm also <laughs> gonna say Miss Bruning. <laughs> Miss Bruning is such a good teacher. Miss B- Mrs. Bruning, yeah, is, she is. She's, she's a great an amazing teacher. teacher. Yeah, she for is. Crofton. Yeah, she's for such sure. a great teacher. Crofton has a lot of really good teachers. Yeah. yeah. Miss Altwine, love Miss Altwine. Um. Um, LT. Oh, yeah. <laughs> LT. Yeah, he teaches some he life, lessons. Life, lefts, life lessons all the time. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. It's not about the subject. It's about the moral lessons. Exactly. Him. Honestly, dude, we've been trying to get LT on the podcast for awesome. so long, and he hates podcasts. <laughs> we oh, were talking does? to him. He lets us into the room, and then we're like, LT, you want to be on the podcast? And he goes, my wife listens to the podcast, and they're so annoying. <laughs> and we're like, LT, you are not listening to the right podcast. Because <laughs> I know This is the gold love. right here. Yeah, this is the gold right here. You would enjoy it. You love conversating to people. Yeah. Dude, he led us into the room, and he had like a four-minute conversation with us about how he wakes up at 3 a.m. And <laughs> it just is LT. <laughs> it's like, why would you not want that on the podcast? <laughs> like, LT, so you would be such a good... Same no, with he my would. dad. We're trying to get my dad down here. Oh, it's like wow. he's an alumni. That would be really cool. It would, but he he, he, he doesn't because he doesn't want to. That's valid. He's got his own yeah. opinions. Why well, it's not? It's, it's <laughs> not. <everyone's laughs> down here. He's entitled to his own opinion, even if he's wrong. But it's <laughs> yeah. okay. Even if yeah. he's wrong. LT's an incredible teacher. Honestly, yeah. I would say I I wouldn't consider him a teacher, but I would say that he is one. Yeah, yeah. his his teacher is in quotations. But yeah, faculty, <laughs> faculty, faculty, Facu- faculty. Like Mr. O, my favorite teacher. Yep. Jana. Jana. <laughs> <laughs> got any other gems? Any diamonds in the, I wouldn't say rough, but any diamonds? Like, like oh, teachers? Of teachers. Oh, uh, <laughs> teachers? All, I mean, Faculty? Um, who, who couldn't you name, really? That's I mean, true. Like, I don't, I don't, yeah. I mean, I don't know the new Thinking teachers. Thinking back, like. I've heard they're good. They are. Like I've heard. They I, happen to be. Miss Hanson. Solid. Yeah. Oh, well, I know Miss Hanson. I miss Miss Hanson. The one class I had her, she was so fun. She's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's great. She's going to listen to this. Shout outs. She will. Hi, Miss Hanson. Hanson. How's it going? Hi, Miss Hanson. Your two you favorite boys are back. Yeah. Your three favorite boys. <laughs> Roy and, and the tall one. <laughs> Roy the tall one. 
<laughs> have a direct conversation with Miss Hanson. Hey, Miss Hanson. We just I call her that right now. You like listening to the podcast, but you should really do some work or something. I don't know. <laughs> Why don't you grade some papers or something? <laughs> <laughs> Surely you have work to do. <laughs> I bet she loves Crofton too. Yeah, she's she talked seems about like it. She does, yeah. She, she, she don't make that face. <laughs> she has talked about it on the podcast about liking Crofton. No, yeah. Doesn't she have plans to like? Um, when she kind of gets like, she wants to be a professor, right? Once her well of patience runs dry, <laughs> to quote her. <laughs> yes, that makes total sense. I get it. <laughs> Rowdy, yeah. what qualities have you seen in college professors that? you also see in Crofton teachers. Ooh. Roy, I can't ask you this. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Hey, man. Everything <laughs> I mean, online is If it was, like, nice. online it's classes, not... <laughs> yeah, you can My teachers, go the emails it. they send what me. What do you <laughs> see in a computer that you see? <laughs> <laughs> um, this is kind of a hard one uh, because, like, the jump from, like, professors, especially with my professors oh, to, yeah. like, high school professors, you kind of, like, walk past like high school professors all the time or high uh, high school teachers yeah all the time and you know you kind of like grow like the student teacher bond with them but like with professors it's like you know it, it's a little bit different because i've been able to like get closer with my professors i don't know mm. um especially with like my fine arts professors because i'm working with them like 24 7 oh yeah so if you're looking if you're looking for like distinct like individual like comparison i don't i don't know where i'm going with this i'm gonna be honest <laughs> that's okay yeah i i had a journey not an end not a destination uh but yeah i feel like some of the faculty in crofton like they can give some really good lessons like um like lessons yeah yes <laughs> not not like life how lessons. math yeah Very profound <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, that was <laughs> my TED Talk. <laughs> uh, what qualities do you think that you have gained in your life from just being in Crofton cool. High School? Honestly, it's a lot of things I learned in Crofton are, like, applicable in uh, college. Like, it was a completely different transition I guess I'm just thinking about, like, the friends that I made because I feel like that's what's most important to me, mm. like, are, like, the friends that I surround myself with because if, like, I find good friends, you know, like, I, you know, I, I start doing better, like, in school and stuff, so I need to, like, find, like, my place. And once again, Crofton's theater program helped me with that because I found, like, the type of people that I want to be around. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Maybe the real life lesson was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> Wow, isn't that wow. sweet, Roy? What do you think you got? <laughs> uh, def- definitely, like, you know everybody in your high school. Like, oh yeah. So you can kind of you can pick up. I don't know. So when you're in a bigger school, there's people that you don't even know that are like in your class. Mm-hmm. Like, you have no idea whose people are. You never talk to them. With in in a school like Crofton, you can get to know everybody, which kind of helps you with like social cues and stuff because you kind of oh, yeah. you feel a lot more comfortable around everybody, which is. Good and bad, obviously, you know, being in a small town, you don't get the city experience mm-hmm. where there's a lot more people. You pick up different things, obviously, in a situation like that. But being in Crofton, yeah, you, I feel like you can get closer with a lot more people. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't have as much, some people really want to fit in, some people really want to, like, 
stand Not out, be their in. own thing. Some people just want to blend into the crowd. Yeah. Crofton, you can kind of choose what you want to do, I guess. Well, can I add on to that? Like, yeah. with Crofton? <laughs> no. God, no. No. <laughs> We're stopping it there. Um, with Crofton, so, like, with bigger schools, you know, there's, like, a lot of, like, cliques that are formed. You know, oh, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. These are, like, the drama kids. These are, like, band kids, you know. It, like, in bigger schools, like, those two don't really get mm-hmm. along sometimes. And um, through Crofton, you kind of, like, have to, like, just be friends with everyone. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, that's, like, a unique experience you can't find in bigger schools, so. Especially with oh, with, with kids who are involved in, like, everything. Mm-hmm. Like, you have kids that do sports and, like, the music stuff mm-hmm. and the theater stuff. So, like, you're seeing all these different people, and there's so many different groups. Like Rowdy said, like, there's different cliques, but at the same time, everyone's kind of, like, they so mutual each with each other. Because yeah. Yeah. Like, you're always you're always with everybody. Because you're, you're never getting separated off into, like, these... Or you can never really separate yourself. Even if you wanted to, Yeah, <laughs> you're always going to have to be around these people. So you kind of become friends, in a way, no matter what. So Yeah. Like, we, were, we were saying in the... Po- when... People who just listened to me, Quinn, and Carl speak for an hour, um, <laughs> we we did talk about how that that like lack of separation between um, groups or you know that quote unquote cliques that a wall between said cliques is kind of being formed more than in previous years. Like you see less of that sort of thing of people being in arts and in sports mm-hmm. or that sort of stuff. Yeah. And then in school at Crofton, that's where you see like the involvement start dropping too. Yeah, exactly. Because a big part of a school at Crofton is that everybody does everything. And then when you get like a class or two that it's kind of like, Oh, I just want to do one thing or, you know, which is, I mean, obviously it's their choice. They have yeah. nothing you can say, but then it's harder to find people to do these activities, <laughs> harder to get the numbers for these activities and have more support that way when there's more numbers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Period. I think that's about good for knowledge on being an alumnus. Alumni. Yeah. Alumno. Alumnu. Alumned. Alumnies. You know what? This is our last interview. Alumnies. <laughs> <laughs> This is our last. This is the last interview of the day. So that means, we. I've got to read an outro. Yeah. Um, can we do ad reads? <laughs> no, we're not going to do any ad Dang reads. It. <laughs> Should we sing a ballad in the background? No, uh, but the the outro music has oh, already been fading in. Oh wow! Look at that. That's really good. <laughs> it's already been coming in in post. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening to the Crofton Warrior Podcast. We really appreciate you continue supporting the fun stuff that not only Quinlan and I get to do, but the entire journalism team as a whole. Quinlan's not here, but Roy and Rowdy are. Hello. Hello. So, you can Hi. catch us on Instagram <laughs> at Crofton Journalism, <laughs> TikTok at Warrior Journalism, Crofton Warriors on Facebook and Twitter at Jack Chief on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you want just me. Roy, if they want you, where do they go? Uh, just search Roy Knapp on pretty much anything, and you'll probably see me. That'll about pull up. Rowdy, where do they find you? You can find me on anything. Just search RowRowHegman215. Uh, yep, that's pretty specific. That'll work. <laughs> 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 Any of you got a quote of the day? Life is about perspective. It's just where you choose to see things. That was profound. Yeah, that I was went, expecting something I, silly. Yeah, that, I was ready to giggle. That was amazing. Now, well, <laughs> I got something to think about. <laughs> Thank so you so much for that inspiration, Rowdy. <laughs> we'll, we'll see you in the next episode.
Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>